It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I have the things the salespeople at clothing stores won't tell you. Little secrets here for you. Okay. Yeah, you're going to like this. You're going to learn something here. So you ever been at the mall, and you got that person at the front of the store as you walk in. They really aren't there to greet you and make you feel good and say hi. What are they there for? They're there to make eye contact with you when you walk in the store because studies have shown that it makes people less likely to shoplift. Oh, yeah. So they need to make eye contact with you so you won't steal something. I'm going to go in the stores now, and when they come up to me, I'm going to look down at the floor. I'm going to stare <laughs> at the floor the whole time. I thought he was hitting on me. I was like, gosh, don't you see no. my ring? Leave me alone. No, huh? Uh-uh. He thought I was a thief. Wow. Okay. When you ask if something looks good on you, the salesperson will never say no. I knew that Dis- one. Disagree. Yeah. Okay. I, you remember the time I was buying some dress pants <laughs> no, at a department about store? It. Okay. And I come out with a pair. I'm like, oh, these fit. They are, you know, there. Yeah, yeah. The woman that works there, she what was helping me. She goes, oh, God, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, you can't even see your butt nose. Uh, try this size, one size smaller. Where'd your butt go? Yeah. And yeah. so I come out in those, which I felt they were a little snug, but mm-hmm. apparently they, you know I bought what? those. <laughs> I have noticed that women like tighter pants on guys. I like, know. you know, because most guys, they want to go around with their baggy jeans or baggy pants. And it's like, oh, you know what? Those just don't fit. It kind of depends, though, because sometimes if they're too tight, it makes you look like you have chicken legs. Yeah. So it really depends. I, I, I disagree. Me. I think most women want you to have just perfect fitting. <laughs> Even my mom. He's telling a woman what women yeah, want. No, I know. Thank you, yeah. Bobby. <laughs> well, according to my survey and study. Because Your mom. Even my mom, she's like, oh, you're losing weight. Those are too baggy. <laughs> well, there is a yeah. fine line. You don't want it too baggy, but yeah. too Hawk's tight mom is, is what he looks to in life for guidance. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> I will say when mine are a little more snug, I eat less at restaurants. I know, right? (laughs) You got to unbutton them. All right, things that salespeople at clothing stores will not tell you. Most of them won't work. Most of them don't work on commission, but they might still have that ulterior motive. And the reason is they get bonuses. Some of the salespeople get bonuses and eventually promotions if they consistently sell enough clothes to you. So that's like when you're buying something and that's why they all look at your pants that you're buying, Cato. And then they'll suggest, oh, I've got the perfect sweater that will go with those pants. Yeah, that's upselling. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You're going to upsell every mm-hmm. time. So even if they don't get commission, they get a bonus. Hey, at Bojangles, we got, <laughs> we got points for upselling to a large Coke. Yeah. yeah, you know what? My wife worked at Victoria's Secret one time for a while, and they were all about upselling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you came in and bought, you know, I don't know, a bra with one cup, they would be like, do you want two cups? Or, <laughs> <laughs> I'm an extra cup with that. I don't really know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But they, uh, they definitely would always try to get them. If they upsold them, they got big points on that. And that's why I was never good in retail because they'd say, well, is there really a difference? I'm like, honestly, no. Just get the $10 bra. It's fine. You know what, Tom? It was it was like a BOGO deal. It's like, buy one cup, yeah. get a cup free. Most bras are that way. <laughs> I bet their socks came that way, too. I bet. I bet. Now that you mention it. All right. These are things the salespeople at clothing stores will not tell you. Fitting rooms are disgusting. People stick chewing gum under the seats. They change baby diapers in there. There's all kinds of disgusting things. People go to the bathroom in them. I know. We've we, had folks yeah. call in mm-hmm. that work retail, and they're like, you would not believe what people do in the yeah. changing rooms. I like to go in and go, 
hey, we're out of toilet paper in here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? A lot of times they're like, uh, sir, you want to try that on in the changing room? No, I'm fine right out here in the store. It's not as disgusting. <laughs> it's like when you shop with your mama and she's like, turn around, let me put this up to your shoulders. I'm like, ma, people are watching. Your mom never did that. Uh, she still does that. <laughs> you reminded me I was in Sam's and I wanted to try a shirt on at Sam's. Yeah. So I tried it on and this older gentleman, he walked by and he goes, yeah, you have to just try it on right out here. I'm like, I know. You just you wait till you see when I try on those pants well, over there. Well, he did that for Torch Tuesday know, last year. But he didn't know that. And <laughs> I still do that at Sam's. I still change clothes. I try they on They need clothes. some changing rooms there. All right. The things that people at clothing stores won't tell you, the biggest pet peeve is exactly what you think it is for those folks. Customers. No. no, no. <laughs> well, that is, fit, generally fits in. Larger yeah. customers. Managers. No. It's when people mess up the stacks of T-shirts. They look so long in it, and you don't fold the shirt back. I try to get it back just like they have. I don't even know how. <laughs> I've tried, and I'm like, God, I made it worse. Yeah. I mean, at least tempt. Don't just shove it onto a shelf. Mm-hmm. Okay. What I'll usually do is put it in my basket, carry it to another section of the store, and just put it in there. <laughs> You're right. You're going to hell. <laughs> You're probably right, Kato, but not from that, I hope. And finally, <laughs> things that salespeople at clothing stores won't tell you. They want you to touch it. What? They I, want you to touch it. I, I have been but. kicked out for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've heard you break it, you buy it, uh, but they actually want you to touch the item that you want to buy. New studies suggest that just touching the item in a store shelf can create a, a detachment and make you willing to pay more for that item. That's weird. That explains TJ Maxx, because that's all I do. I walk around and I touch everything, and then I end up buying everything. Stop yeah, touching yeah. stuff. They say that the feelings can begin as little as 30 seconds after you've touched an item in a store. I do touch, especially clothes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times I, it, there's some material I don't like, so I'm moving on. Yeah, so that my, touch is not going to help. My sister-in-law, my brother's wife, she will touch everything in the store. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it will take her two hours to go through a TJ Maxx. Uh, it's like, and she does, she's not even interested in it. It's like, I just wanted to touch it. You have to touch it and say, this is cute. That's cute. Yeah, I like that. That's yeah. cute. Mm. That's, yeah. It's part of the process. Sounds like a dream I had last night. What do you mean? That just that sounds different. Okay, well, it's just saying anything, even mugs, even jewelry. The store owners want you to touch it because you get an attachment to it. I mean, sometimes they have signs up that says, please do not touch the merchandise. Okay, well, that's in one of those fancy stores. And that's when you really want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I was telling you that if you touch something in a store, uh, most likely you will buy that because you get a feeling of ownership in less than 30 seconds once you touch something. I find it hard to believe to say that you're going to buy it. I think it might improve the percentage. Yeah, that's, but a, that's I touch a lot of stuff and I don't buy everything I touch. Okay, that's what the uh, scientists were saying here. Yeah, so, I think they maybe misinterpreted. Yeah, these scientists they don't they don't have a clue. But I well, I think that <laughs> yeah. the, maybe what it says is if you touch something, you have a higher chance yeah, of buying yeah. it. Yeah. So, what's the grossest things that you're touching on a daily basis? <laughs> it's not closing the store, believe it or not. I believe that. <laughs> the the uh, credit card pad at the store. Okay, well, that's probably gross even at the gas station. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't like even touching the buttons when I'm getting my gas. And I know that gasoline probably kills everything around that. I don't touch them with my fingers. Yeah. Those things are gross. <laughs> <laughs> what do you use, Kato? You well, something you probably already use today is one of the grossest things. That's your toothbrush. 
I don't understand that. They say just putting it away while it's still wet helps bacteria grow. Yeah, but they're your bacteria. They are. <laughs> and most of these are your bacteria. But uh, Plus from toilet flushes. My toilet's really far from my toothbrush. Yeah, mine too. Do you all close the lid, though, before you flush? You're no, supposed to. but I got. I even got one of those separate rooms for the toilet. Like it's got its little oh. own closety thing. Oh, excuse me, fancy pants. Sorry, <laughs> my toothbrush is in my dining room, so I'm, I'm far away too. That's the best place for it. I mean, think about it. I know. I know. Kill two uh, birds with one stone. Grossest things we touch on a daily basis, according to scientists: salt and pepper shakers at restaurants and menus. Not to mention the, uh, the condiments too. Oh yeah. So my mom's cousins, they go out to eat every Wednesday for lunch, and sometimes I'll meet them. Yeah. And every time. Her cousin, one of her cousins, will take out sanitizer, yeah. pick up the salt and pepper shakers, and clean them all off before she uses them. Well, because there's nothing worse than when you touch it and you can feel that grime, and you're uh, like, too late now, I've already touched it. You know what? Sometimes I don't even need an appetizer. It's like, you want an appetizer for that? No, I've got one on my menu here. Oh. <laughs> it's just some dried eggs. <laughs> Mexican restaurants, you get a lot of salsa yeah, on the menu. Yeah, yeah that's, they need to do something about that. I was reading where you're supposed to supposedly sanitize your hands after you touch the menu. Yeah. But, you know, we've been doing this for years without that. I, I think it's maybe good for our immune systems Could to get be. these small doses of these things. And I've got to the point where my friends and I, when we go into a restaurant, they like, a QR code's right there on your table. We're like, bring us a menu. Yeah, please. I want a paper menu with some germs <laughs> yeah. on it, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want some extra salsa? No, I'll just lick the menu. Yeah. <laughs> All right. These are the grossest things you touch every day. Your computer keyboard. Again, it's my germs. It is your germs. I don't care. But you don't ever clean your keyboard. Uh, what if uh, your buddy, you know, and your coworker borrows your computer? That's his problem, him. man. I don't think anyone uses well, mine over here. Well, it's not his problem because you're the one, and like he's got cooties and crumbs all over it. My cooties, cooties by far outnumber his cooties. Oh, I got you. <laughs> you are a cootie king. <laughs> Light switches are something gross that we touch. People turn them off at work and stuff, and they go to the bathroom, and they turn off the light switch, and they have not washed their hands. It's probably filthy. Luckily, uh, ours come on automatically. And, and again, I feel like it's one of those things that you get in such a small dose, it might actually be good for you. Yeah, but there's nothing more disgusting than seeing someone walk out without washing their hands and they open the door and you're like, I don't want to touch that door handle now. Hold ah. that door for me. <laughs> yeah, I actually, every time I leave a bathroom, I use a paper towel to open the door. Mm, yeah, me too. Because that's too much gross. Well, Kato doesn't even use his fingers to turn off lights. Or <laughs> open doors. Just like at the gas station. I'm going to start using a paper towel on the light switches now that I know that. Speaking of towels, dish towels, unless you use new ones are very gross, they say. My wife's always trying to get me not to use new ones because she has to wash them, and mm -hmm. I'm always like, let's go ahead and put another one out there. <laughs> yeah, I, my mom's got one that's clean. She goes, this is one to wipe your hands off on, and this is the other one that's dirty. And so I get them confused. Yeah. Like, okay, which one's which? So now it's time to get them both replaced. <laughs> exactly. The faucet on your kitchen sink, they say, because you're exposed to salmonella and stuff when you're cooking and you forget to wash your chicken or whatever. And so you're turning off the knob. Well, you, mm. hold up. You said wash your chicken. Some people think that you should not wash your chicken right. because yeah. of salmonella. Yeah, you oh. splatter it all over. But Although, it tastes so much better when you do. Oh uh, Yeah, I know people that will wash all their meat, pork, tenderloin. Why does it taste better? I don't think it does. I don't know. I think I, I yeah. think chicken is like kind of already. But if you wash it off, to me, it gets that like slimy stuff off of it and it tastes better. That cooks right off. That's just chicken gravy. It's <laughs> just <laughs> chicken jelly. I got some chicken jelly for you. All right, these are the, the grossest things you touch on a daily basis, your throw pillows. Because you never wash your throw pillows, and they say they grow faster 
have bacteria grows faster on those pillows because on your bed you have a pillowcase. And those Mm-mm. are actually cleaner than the ones, your throw pillows, because no way. all kinds of stuff on I there. drool all over my pillowcases. Okay. I don't drool on throw pillows. But, all we do with our throw pillows is throw them. Okay. You're, <laughs> okay. I got you. Well, those are the ones, though, that's on your couch, and you've not washed them in 20 years, and Ever. all the kids have been slobbering all over them and wiping their Cheeto hands on them and stuff. Yeah, that doesn't those, happen in my house. Those pillows used to be white. They're orange now. <laughs> Yeah, actually, we have almost, it's kind of a cream-colored furniture, and there's no way anyone's getting on there with Cheetos. They also say remote controls and phones, uh, they are not cleaned very often in your house. When's the last time you cleaned your remote control? Well, someone just texted in and said the most disgusting thing is when you're at a restaurant and people scoop your ice into your cup. Yeah. They said that you almost 100% have fecal matter at that point on your cup. You're welcome for that. Because the scoops have fecal matter on them? Well, because people don't wash their hands like Hawk's talking well, about. Apparently, they're not using the bathroom correctly either. No, they're not. Where's your ice box? I gotta, <laughs> yeah, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay, but um, any, well, I was going back to the phones and stuff. It's kind of crazy. Our phones do everything now. Uh, like, but I, we clean them a lot, too. Well, we do, but they, like, they'll change your, your what? TV. Oh, you I mean, me out. They'll... <laughs> order something for you online pretty soon it's like you're going to need your telephone to, or your telephone you're going to need your cell phone to flush or to do something like at your house it's going to, it's going to operate everything you do it's like i can't flush the toilet i can't find my phone there's an app for that it's pretty much your phone does do everything everything and and like if you come to work without it you know you're not going to be able to get on your computer mm-hmm you're not going to be able to do anything. Yeah. You said come to work without a phone. Exactly. <laughs> That's my point. you got to go back and get it. I, uh, well, will. finally, they say your car stereo is one of the grossest things that you would touch on a daily basis. And that's why we strongly suggest you never change a radio station. <laughs> you always listen to the Hawk and Tom show. I can get bored with that. I'm sorry? I can get bored with that. Okay. <laughs> that one you agree with? I, just because it's good for us. Yes, do not touch your stereo or your car stereo at all. I don't think it's true, but I can go ahead and spread that rumor. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. We've got a little bit of a theme going on this morning. We've been talking about things that you should or shouldn't do whenever you're shopping. Mm-hmm. And we've been talking about things that can get you germs when you're shopping. Yeah. And I found an interesting thing that's uh, things you should never do while you're in a restaurant. And these come from people who've worked in the restaurant industry. Well, we were saying touch the menus. <laughs> Will you hold this menu for me? That's mentioned here. That is mentioned. Yeah. Um, they say the first thing that you should never do is obvious, and that is you should never walk out without leaving a tip of some kind or another. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, because people really, those servers make almost nothing without the tips. Well, and they will remember you, and you will probably say, even if you're never going to dine at that place again, you're probably going to show up there you know, sometime or another before you die. I worked in restaurants and know a lot of people that work in restaurants where they've chased customers out to their yeah. car yeah. to confront them. Mm. Yeah. Me. I did that. See? I know okay. you. Okay. I knew someone. Dude, too. Well, you were a waitress and they mm. didn't tip you, so you chased them out the door and yelled at him. I sure mm. did, because I'm polite <laughs> like that. What did he say? He didn't really say much. He was actually with his family. It was kind of awkward looking back on it now, but it was a huge tab. He ran me to death. And then tipped like 25 cents. So I just ran outside Whoa. and I was like, here, keep the change or something. And he just kind of yeah. looked at me and I was like, I'm going to scurry back inside before you say anything. And I'm not you know, saying this for any reason, but a lot of servers have issues with people leaving tips on Sunday. 
Oh, mm-hmm. you're saying they don't get people out for there. Sunday fun day and okay. they forget or but well, just I've always heard the thing where they're like, well, I only give 10% to God. Why should I give more to this person? Because they, God makes more than they do. <laughs> they <laughs> only get two bucks an hour and they're counting on your tip. Yeah. And you're yeah. certainly not going to win anyone over to your religion if you treat them that way. There's Tom's a thought. The okay, but there's a ton of people, not just nailing someone down like saying okay this wow. this group of people are the people that really I are horrible say, i said i don't know just what the people on is. sunday <laughs> <laughs> on sunday well, tom was yeah, well i was just, well i said sunday fun day people because i just did also sunday, fun old day, people but. old people don't tip as well yeah that's true yeah mm-hmm. i'm I like i mean we can dad. we can get to all kinds of different categories about tipping okay so well that was tip. particularly heinous um something else they say is don't rearrange the tables on your own <laughs> One of those tables might belong to a different server. It's True. annoying whenever you don't at least ask first. Oh, you're saying like pull them together? Right. Okay. Yeah. And I will say that's annoying to me whenever they won't do it and you need it done. Yes, mm-hmm. especially when there's no one in the restaurant. We had right. that happen uh, not too long ago. And it's like we just need one more table for two more people. And they said no. Yeah, that would upset me. So we said we'd never go back there. Okay. Well, here's the menu part, Hawk. <laughs> Don't forget to wash your hands after you handle a menu. Menus were gross even before COVID. They don't get cleaned often enough. They get handled by dozens of people and fall on the floor a lot. So they're kind of like a Petri dish, but people just dig in and start eating right after they touched them. And we were saying there's a lot of food and germs and crust and eggs and salsa and all kinds of stuff on them. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, please be guac. Please, please be guac. You know, I like to do that, and I try to remember to carry hand sanitizer. But I don't want to get up and go to the restroom to wash my hands and then come right back when I don't have to go. So maybe, like, the condiments uh, restaurants put on the table put some hand sanitizer right there. That would be nice. Yeah, but, I mean, okay. But you still ultimately better bring your own. But I I don't like the QR codes or whatever you were talking about. I don't either. I'm like, because you got to go and get on your phone. It's annoying. Yeah. And the the page don't open up correctly. You can't see the picture. And a lot of times the menu offers more information than that menu online. And it'll be different when we have, like, implants wired directly in our brains. But right now it's a pain. I will say there's some some of those menus, too, are like novels. I'm like, let's just... (laughs) I don't want that large a selection as far wow. as food sometimes. Have you ever watched like restaurant, uh, Bar Rescue or Restaurant Rescuers? Yeah, yeah. uh, I think it's Bar Rescue where he tells the restaurants, you have too many items. You need to focus on one particular style of food right? because a restaurant can't keep up if you're offering all different cultures and mm-hmm. styles. Unless food. it's frozen. I don't know. I do know some <laughs> restaurants are pretty good. Um, <laughs> also, don't send food back just because it isn't what you expected. If it's cooked wrong or the order is off, send it back. But don't demand a refund because you ordered salmon and then remembered you don't like salmon. No. That's so annoying, isn't it? Which is weird. It's like you need to know if you're adventurous enough to eat it, whether you like it or not. Right. And if not, then just stick, stick with what with you know. What, Get yeah. your chicken nuggets. Order some chicken the, tenders. The person that has sent back most stuff that I've been with is you, Tom. Really? I'm like, yeah. Oh, I send back his steaks that are yeah, undercooked. steaks. It's like, a, but you'll do that. Uh, just like, hey, can you throw this back on the grill for a few more minutes? Sure I can. 
<laughs> I don't really understand why you, want you would do that. A little more that. sizzle with your steak. Yeah. I'm just afraid of. Uh, you never know who's touching your food back there. Did you see that movie Waiting? I was going to say <laughs> that. Yes. With Parmesan cheese with that was not cheese. Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Okay. The woman complained the whole time and then sent her steak back yes. and uh, they added some extra seasonings well, to it. <laughs> after this conversation, I'm just going to do DoorDash. I'll just have them deliver it to me. Then. Oh, yeah. That way it's safe. If they don't take bites out of your steak. <laughs> no, I'm teasing. It. And finally, they <laughs> say don't leave gross stuff on the table for them to clean up. A common one is use tissues. If you blow your nose, find a trash yeah. can. And people with babies sometimes even leave dirty diapers behind. That ain't their job. How did the diapers get to the table? Wouldn't you? They cleaned. The, they laid the baby out on the table no. and then stretched it out. No, and, well, and sometimes they'll it do it in the, the booth. They'll do it in the booth. Like the baby will be over there and they'll do it right in the booth. Oh, don't! You're nasty. Oh my god! But gosh. you know what? There's then, baby changing tables. I'd also say don't help them clean up. Sometimes they get mad because yeah. you stack the dishes up wrong, and then they're gonna have to do a balancing act all the way to the <laughs> kitchen. Well, you kind of see when they walk by your table if you're gonna do that. But I do know they say don't put napkins and stuff down in your glass. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that makes right. sense. Yeah, so but I do try I'm to at stop least doing that. gather my stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, was, I would never do that. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. I, I think it, it's just basically imagine if one of your family members was going to have to deal with right. it. Like, if it, imagine it was your daughter that was the waitress there. What would you want her to have to experience? I could just take one of my own family lunches and just tell you everything not to do. Okay. <laughs> because you're like a server come to the table and bring your flavor. Anything else I can get you? No, just some extra butter. Goes against the extra butter. Oh, can I have an extra ranch? He goes against the extra ranch. Oh, you know what? I meant to get some lemon <laughs> yeah. for my tea. You ever seen that movie Waiting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make sure you order everything. And if you didn't order it the first time, then well, you they don't retaliate. Need. They retaliate. They your, do. Your, your drinks don't get filled as quick as That's, if you start complaining. That's, mm-hmm. Well, they're not complaining, they're mm-hmm. just running them around. I love uh, my family. I think I'm going to have to go watch Waiting now. Go on, go eat lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Not after this conversation. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. A lot of times here on the Hawk and Tom Show, we have our second date updates. We're trying to help couples get back together. We give a lot of uh, information and research that we have our staff do behind the scenes here. And uh, I ran into something today that kind of disturbed me a little bit. Because, uh, and you may have seen this online, there's a 22-year-old guy who's been trying to track down his dream girl. He met her at a bar, and after she uh, did something kind of unusual, um, she only gave him part of her phone number. Have you seen this? No, that's for She wrote it on a napkin along with her name, Jackie. Uh, She uh, basically put most of her phone number down and left out two digits on purpose. And at the bottom of the napkin, or whatever she wrote it on, she said, trust me, I'm worth it. So basically, she wanted to see if he would go through the hassle of figuring out what those two missing numbers were. And there are like 100 possible combinations. Nope. Uh, And so his cousin tweeted about it on Tuesday. And most people seem to think that it's a fun idea. Nope. And some say it signs that she's demanding and high maintenance. Yep. Which I agree with those folks. I would not. No way I'm calling 900 or 99 people or whatever it would be. It depends. you got to be extremely attractive <laughs> to do something like that, wouldn't you? Imagine he's going through the list of possible numbers and he hits it off with someone else instead of her. Yeah. I met someone in Vegas and uh, forgot. I remember that. I spent uh, hours on the phone with the front desk. Yeah. 
We would throw thousands of hotel rooms trying to find this one person. And the woman was laughing at me on the phone. She goes, really, is it worth all this? Yes, it is. Here's yeah. the difference. I'm having that. a great time. Here's yeah. the difference. I forgot the room number. They didn't do that to you on purpose. Yes, they did. Oh. Well, this person like <laughs> deliberately did it to see if he had the, the tenacity to catch them. Let's just say I'd been out partying in Vegas. And the next day I found the phone number that I was supposed to call. Yeah. So you, so he I, didn't do it to you. I, I did all the front desk. I, they tried to help me, but, but I, you, but he didn't play a game with you. Okay. You, you, or, or she, or whatever. This person who d- they didn't play a game. They didn't no. like. No, they didn't play. The okay. Game. The thing is, as a woman, <laughs> you want them to go. It, like you kind of want to know that they're being serious and they care enough. But even I am like, that's a little too much. Well, there is a twist to it. Yeah. Okay, and it's partly his fault. <laughs> okay. Okay. So when they met, they bonded over true crime shows, and he bragged he can always solve the crime before the show ends. Okay, that makes a difference. Oh. So the missing did. Digits were her challenge. Well, that's that's different. That's then. an easy challenge, though. <laughs> yeah, it's just a brute force thing. Yeah. yeah just but, to call a bunch of people. But you know what? For him, really, was he into the shows, and was he just saying that just to kind of well, that's you know, connect with her? And then all of a sudden, she's like, oh, I'm going to be clever here. Honestly, he should have just Googled her. More than likely, her number's somewhere online. Especially if he's got all the other digits. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> you misled us because I thought she was just being a jerk. Yeah. Well, and I now agree. it's like, oh, there was a reason for it. But there are girls out there that really feel like, you know, they're really thinking, I'm worth it. And I, and I you know, I, you say something a lot, Tom. It's like when you go out on a date, you are the interviewer, not the person being interviewed for that next date. Right. Like it's not like when you go in for the job or whatever, you act like you own it. And I, I agree with that a lot of times. But if you think way too much about yourself to think, oh, well, I'm worth it. So you're going to have to go do this. But that's the there's thing. Some she girls wasn't like that. that person. She was actually going, hey, we, we talked about these games. And so I'm going to play that game with you. It's worth it. That's different than. Oh, I just came up with this crazy idea. Well, she did because I'm it. worth it. Okay, there's a difference. Yeah, but it's still it's only it's an easy mystery to solve. Just 99 numbers to call. Right. She should have given her name and said, "Figure out my phone number." Well, she did. <laughs> about that. And they say Jackie. She saw his post basically and said that he still has around 50 numbers to try. And he may not be as clever as he thought he was, well, or thought he thinks. Like he's plenty clever. He's just not fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd yeah. have my friends over. Mm-hmm. Well, finally, she said, "Just give me his number, okay?" <laughs> so apparently, she did want to go back out with him. See, I'm kind of also like I would put on the internet and tell everyone else to call for me. Say, "Hey, listen, here's what she gave me. First person who can figure this out, I'll buy you a beer." It's kind of like the other day I had this word search problem I was trying to solve, and I'm like, what's the fastest way I can solve this? So I sent it to my son, mm-hmm. didn't even say anything, just sent it to him, and he sent it back in five minutes. He has your same personality because that's all we have to do with you most of the time. I know, right? <laughs> if you just ask Tom, like, I mean, I don't know what TV to buy. What TV should I buy? I don't. I really don't know. You don't even ask me. Sometimes yeah. you talk about it with yeah. each other, and I'm like, hey, what? Hold on. Let me look that up for you. <laughs> you get some kind of reward system in your brain that says, man, I, I want to help this person out. You're just such a nice guy. It's that. And if you don't buy the one I recommend, I will hate you forever. That's true, because he spent about two hours digging it up for you. Mm. Well, I decided not to get that, uh, but thanks. You're dead to me.
<laughs> all right. Don't play games. We're all trying to find dates out there. <laughs> you know, people complain all the time. All right. Good morning. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.